2: in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A N G I.com.
3: Just start talking about how awesome you are. Yeah. You know? And then one of the guys looks at me and he goes, Where does it say that in the Bible? And I'm like, What does it say? What? And he says, where does it say that Christians have to feed the homeless? And then I gave him the Bruce Willis, like, what the fuck?: look Yeah, Adam. And then- in
4: five, four, three, two, one, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. We are finally in the studio. Now, if the studio looks a little familiar to you if you're watching this on the video side, it's because this is the same d- studio. The d- d- dudes. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> d- behind the food.: the Same dude's behind the food studio um so i'm back here i just moved into the new spot and let me tell you something man already about to throw fists with the neighbors you pieces of (laughs) shit i'll tell you this man the look when you guys move so much you definitely get a feel for like what a shitty and uh, like a good landlord is yeah so the current place that i live right now or that i lived in uh before literally just a week ago though that was they were probably the best landlords i've ever had and some of the the nicest neighborhood I've ever lived in. Right. Everybody knows each other's first and last name. They say good morning. Um, uh, they they watch after your place if you leave on vacation. Right. Uh they'll watch your plans for you. It's, <laughs> really? it's kind of crazy. Like it's one of those uh neighbors that you see uh on TV. Right. Right. So um, you walk down the street, hey
3: Mr. Soderberg. you yeah, <laughs> know, like straight up like that. So
4: now let's fast forward to the new place that I move into. All Chinese people. It's <laughs> <laughs> a different dynamic. It's a, it's a very di- And look, we're not talking about Chinese Americans. We're talking yeah. about recent immigrant Chinese people. Which is, yeah. you know, this place is a little cheaper. A lot cheaper actually. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I'm so used to like a friendly dynamic. And you know, when you're an immigrant Chinese person, you kind of just mind your own business. Yeah. Like that's, that's typically the stereotype that you have with Asian people is that they always just mind their own business. Whether it's a good or bad thing. So the first day that I move in, I see a few people with their kids or whatever, whatnot. I'm moving in. I'm like, hi, my name is David. I'm, I'm your new neighbor. And they just look at me and they just walk by. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Why well,
3: are you talking
4: to me? <laughs> yeah, I'm not used to that type of shit. I'm like, okay, maybe wow. that's just them. And so I, I, I see this other older lady and I'm like, hi. She just stares at me and just walks right by me again. Oh god. Like, okay, this is a, this is a different dynamic here. So the day that I move in, or well, the first day that I start to move in, um, you're not supposed to park your car in front of the garage because it's a really narrow space. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, you know, fire signs everywhere. So there's a, the, the person in front of me constantly parks the car in the front. And our landlord, who I fucking hate already, by the way, <laughs> said that you're not supposed to park there or you'll, you'll get your car towed. So, but I told him, hey, we're moving things in. So we're going to have to park the temporary. He's like, go, that's fine. So there's a neighbor already pissed me off. So they parked their car there. I parked my car there. I'm only going to park it there for like three or four minutes just to unload and then move my car away. Mm-hmm. So this neighbor comes down and he wants to get his car past us, right? Even though this other car, he's parked their car there for three fucking hours. It's not even supposed to be there. Yeah. He clearly sees me moving my shit. So you could already tell when somebody assumes that you don't speak English, <laughs> right? So in the whole neighborhood, and I understand because the majority of the people in the neighborhood don't speak English. Yeah. So the guy comes up and by the way, there's two exits. He doesn't have to exit this way. He could just exit the other fucking way. Right. Because he clearly sees me moving in. And so the guy comes up. He goes, hello, hello, like that. And by the way, it's 100 degrees like in LA now. Yeah. I'm already irritated as fuck. I'm pissed as shit. He goes, hello. You got swamp ass because it's fucking sweaty. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm irritated. <laughs> and I look at it. And I'm like, I already know that tone. You assume I don't speak English, yeah. right? And so I look at him and he goes, can't park car here.
3: Oh, God. He does the caveman talk.
4: Can't park car here.
3: and so, No park here.
4: Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, me being the jackass that I am, I'm already getting fucking angry. And then, of course, I go from angry to I'm going to make the funniest situation out of this. And I go, why? Why <laughs> me no park here? All right. He's, oh, oh. I was like, yeah, I speak fucking English, dude. God. And He goes, you don't see me moving in my stuff right now? This car has been here for three hours. So why the fuck are you yelling at me? And the guy sh- freezes. Yeah, I was dude. like, so what's the fucking problem? And I'm like, listen, I'm your new neighbor. You probably shouldn't talk to me like that. Right? Yeah. I was like, I can move the car. You don't have to talk to me. He goes, oh, I'm sorry. It's just a lot of people park their car here. I was like, I understand. But you off the jump started yelling at me. Yeah. I was like, doc, I just moved in. You can't wait three minutes. Or maybe if you would have just talked to me and said like, hey, I need to get my car through here. I would have just moved. You doing this whole waving your hand in my fucking face, like five inches from my fucking face, is not going to help us get along. The guy's dead silent. No Asian person has <laughs> talked to me for longer than 15 yeah, seconds no. or at all. So this guy is fucking dead quiet. He's not saying anything. I was like, listen, I, I, I want to be a good neighbor to you because we're going to be here for at least a year. Yeah, But I don't appreciate you doing that. And on top of that, man, you could see there's another exit on the other side. Yeah. Even if this is inconvenient for you right now, you could have just left on the like, other he side. He doesn't want to go in
3: reverse. Exactly.
4: <laughs> doesn't even apologize. He goes, okay, I'll just wait f- four or five minutes. I'm like, cool. I was like, so we're good? He's like, yeah, I'll just wait. And I'm like, no, no, I'm sorry. Because yeah. <laughs> right? I'm being super combative. I want an, a fucking apology. Yeah. I want a fucking apology. So he goes, no, I'm sorry. He goes, that's my bad. I was like, no, no, no. I want an I'm sorry. Because like, listen, straight up right now, I'm actually fucking pissed. So once again, quiet looking at me, he goes, All right, I'm sorry. I was like, Cool. I got you back as your neighbor. My name is David. Whatever, whatever you need, just let me know. But next time, just don't talk to me like that.
3: Yeah. And I haven't seen him since. I think he's scared of me now. Avoiding you. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Man, I talking about being a good neighbor, man, I've had this experience last week, actually. Um, you know, if you remember back in college there's a thing called like campus ministry, Mm -hmm. right? And those people are, we've we've talked about it before, like um, campus ministry people who like want to preach or like talk to people about Jesus on campus and stuff, like they are, what do you call it? Relentless, Mm -hmm. right? They won't take no for an answer. So before in the past, like these kids would come up to me and be like, hey, uh, do you want to join our Bible study? And be like, nah, it's all right. So, you okay, that's
4: cool. Hey, stop vaping.
3: <laughs> Fucking no. So, but this one time I had lost my AirPods. So I had to wear my, uh, the big ones, what are they called? Uh, I would the say, beast by, the over the head. Over the head Apple yeah. ones. Right. Yeah. So, you know, I, they're over the ears. I'm clearly just minding my own business. And these two kids are walking by me and he tapped me on the shoulder straight Ooh, I up. I don't like that. I don't like that. And then they're like, oh, and I have noise canceling on. So I, I take my headphones out. I'm like, can I help you? Like, hey, we're on our way to a Bible study. Do you want to come with us? And I was like, nah. And they're like, oh, um, I mean, why not? You know? And so I mean, like, why not? I'm the wrong guy. That's what I said. Yeah. You caught me at like at a wrong time and I'm not the right person. And they're like, oh, well, why not? They're not, they're not taking no for an answer, right? <laughs> so I'm like, I'm an apostate. And they're like, well, what's an apostate? So I'm like, I used to be a believer, but now I'm not anymore, right? And then they go, that's perfect. That's exactly why you should come to our Bible study. Uh, but you know what? I, that's, you know, it's already <laughs> annoying? It's like, hey,
4: listen, you as somebody who is, who is supposed to be an apostle, right? So you're trying to get me closer to Christ. I literally said I'm an apostate and you don't know what the fuck
3: that is? Yeah. Are you out of your mind? <laughs> so like do, so, yeah. I mean, they're not taking no for an answer, and they're like, "That's exactly why you should come." And I was like, "No, that's exactly why I shouldn't, because I'm not gonna have a good time there, man. Like, I don't wanna. I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but I'm like, I know the Bible, man. I don't, I don't want to go." Mm-hmm. And then once again, they're like, "But that's why you should come." Like this goes on, like, and I'm like taking on the challenge now. I made a New Year's resolution this year mm-hmm. that I would stop shitting, like stop using my Bible knowledge yeah. to shit on other Christians. I, I fucking flicked that shit out the window, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Look, man, like I used to be a minister, like in ministry for ten years. I used to be a missionary, right? I used, I did all that shit, man. I just don't believe it anymore, like mm-hmm. you do, okay?" And <laughs> they're like, "Hey, once again." That's why you should come to our Bible study. And so I ramped it up. I was like, look, man, when I came back from these missions and I saw the way American Christians behave, like where you don't want to feed the poor, you don't want to help the sick, you don't want to help the addicted. I thought it was just all bullshit because why the fuck am I doing that? And I started cussing, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so why would I want to be in a Bible study with you guys? Do you do that? You know, I, all I see you guys doing is asking people to come to Bible study. You know, you haven't even told me how awesome Jesus is yet. Yeah. You know, you just start talking about how awesome you are. Yeah. You know? And then one of the guys looks at me and he goes, Where does it say that in the Bible? And I'm like, What does it say what? And he says, Where does it say that Christians have to feed the homeless? And then I gave him the Bruce Willis, like, What the fuck? Look at him. And then the guy standing next to him elbowed him. And then I was like, I had asked, are you being like sarcastic or do you not know? And he's like, no, I wanna know. Where does it say that in the Bible? In my head, I wanna be like, you want me to go to Bible study with you and you don't fucking know that shit? Yeah. But I just said, Matthew 25 says that when we die, we're gonna get judged by God and he's gonna ask us, hey, when I was hungry, why didn't you feed me? When I was sick, why didn't you take care of me? <laughs> this guy's like, right? oh shit. Yeah, when I was naked. <laughs> Why didn't you clothe me? I'm fucking reciting this, Mm -hmm. this thing. And then we're going to say, well, Jesus, when did you ask us to do that? He says, every time you looked at the least of these and you ignored them, you did that to me. He's essentially saying, when you look into the eyes of the broken and the homeless, you should be seeing Jesus behind their eyes and you would love on them, like as if Jesus lives in them. And I'm, (laughs) and I don't see that in you. Yeah. You know? And I don't fucking want to do that shit because Christians who claim they're Christians don't do that shit. Just like him. Yeah. And literally in the Bible, Jesus doesn't say who goes to hell and and where except here. If you deny these people, you're going to hell. Yeah. Right? And so I was like, if I go to your Bible study, I'm going to go there and talk shit about you guys and my experience right now. I'm going to shit on everyone in that fucking room. I'm going to, you know, interrupt and give my fucking opinions on this. All right? You don't want me there. And then they finally relented wow. because I had a shit on them like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was like, I'll see you guys in hell. <laughs> By the way, I said this too. I'm going to go on a podcast and I'm going to talk shit about both of you guys. <laughs> I said that.
4: And they're like, okay. And they walked away. Well, this is the problem, right? Uh, and and you'll see a lot of YouTube videos and YouTube shorts that kind of do this where they expose, okay, and you know, from from a non-religious standpoint, right? One of the hardest things about, I think, being a part of like a Christian community is that there's so many people that are so diehard for Christ without knowing the Bible. Yes! Right? Like, why are you doing this? That is the frustrating part, right? That's why like, even though like, like I attend church uh, casually, right? And I, you know, we've, we've spoken about this where I, I do it because…
0: You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.
2: Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well,
4: Obviously, as a believer, I'm not exactly the exemplar. Yeah, uh, I'm not an exemplar person to represent the religion, right? But then maybe it's because I grew up going to church my whole life that it fulfills a certain part that I need, right? Um, And that's just a whole separate topic. But for a lot of people out there who are going out to preach about God, but you know nothing about the religion, you are going to get fucking ripped apart. Yeah, And you're seeing this a lot. So for example, there... (laughs) You say what you want about a, a lot of Muslim people, right? But when I meet somebody who is like a devout Muslim, dude, they know the Quran back yeah. and forth inside and out. They're about it. They are about it. And I actually seldom meet a lot of Christians who do that. Yeah, And so they'll try to, and you, you can find clips on this online, which I don't really like per se because they tend to cut out the whole conversation. They only put out stuff that makes them look good. Yeah. But either way, like they're trying to combat somebody who knows their religion inside and out when they have a very lackadaisical understanding of the religion that they're trying to defend. And this is what happens. So somebody in this case, they come out and they say, because originally what you did was you opposed their kindness <laughs> and they're used to being kind and having that reciprocated back to them. Yeah. So this individual didn't get that. So immediately what he what does he do? He actually throws out Christianity. And he goes straight to anger. Mm. Where does it say that in the Bible? Right. And then now that he got his response back, you didn't get an apology. You didn't say, "Oh, maybe I need to research this again." He just goes, "You know what? This guy's a fucking crazy person." Yeah. They walk away. But literally, the worst example of a religion that you're trying to get somebody to convert to, which is a problem. And they had, I had this a lot in college campuses. Mm. You know, mm. we've talked about how there was a a group called. Uh, Korean Christian Crusaders for Christ. Yeah. Right? First of all, shorten that shit
3: up. Yeah. K-C-C-C. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
4: I'm, and they're always Korean fobs too. Yeah, yeah. I'm from a K a triple C. <laughs> 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 I love Jesus. But they would always have these arbitrary rules. Yeah, Right? No touching. No kissing. Um, no holding hands. You can't have a girlfriend or boyfriend until you're a sophomore or like, a junior in college. Policing what you post on social media. Like what is this bullshit? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if if you're going to do that, you better be a clear example of the religion because if not, I'm going to call you out on your bullshit.
3: I mean, that's the problem with today's uh, evangelism, let's say, like prophesying and like reaching out to people. They're not going out to like say, hey, this is how awesome Jesus is. Hey, this is what Jesus can do for your life. They're saying, look at how awesome we are. Look at how cool we are. Mm-hmm. And you want to be part of us and you want to leave your sinful and then so they judge you for your sinfulness oh my god so this happened last sunday too once again broke my fucking new year's resolution <laughs> I, on sunday I, I went to church after church i wasn't doing shit so i was like i'm gonna go watch mission impossible so i'm by, my, by myself and so i go to the chinese theater because i love that theater and so that's hollywood boulevard so there's all these like uh, tourists and stuff. And the Chinese theater is where they have all those stars put, uh, put their handprints and footprints on the cement. But right in front of the theater, there's a group of these men, you know, on the microphone screaming with their signs and pickets, like calling everyone sinners and like how God hates homosexuals and all that. And then I always just... Ignore them, you know, like I, I went to the anime con and they were out there to any major sporting event. They'll be out there, right? Just ignore them. But for some reason, cause maybe I had time, I witnessed them just fucking verbally abuse the, this Muslim couple, right? Cause they were just standing there watching them. And then he went on the mic, like, who are you? What are you guys doing here? What do you, what do you believe? And then, I mean, I can't hear them, but on the mic, I hear, Muhammad, Muhammad's a liar. Muhammad's a fake. You're a sinner. And something just ticked in me. And I went to that Muslim couple. And then I was like, hey, I just came from church. And I'm just so sorry about these people. Yeah, yeah, Right? And then that guy started yelling at me. He's a liar. He's a sinner. Jesus is not in him. He is the liar. He's not a Christian. And then I went off. Mind you, this like I said, Hollywood Boulevard. There's like hundreds of people walking around, and I started screaming at the top of my lungs at them about their judgment and their fucking. They're the fucking liars. Nobody's fucking listening to you on this shit. Yeah. And I just assumed like you're probably divorced or single, or you. you so you hate women. You hate all gays. Yeah. You hate You blame everything else for your problems. I'm screaming this. Yeah. Shit. Right. And then the guy changes mics with someone else. And then he starts yelling and then it's oh, <laughs> time like, oh, my, for the movie. My, my throat is parched. Tag <laughs> yeah. <my> team. <laughs> well, well, movie's about to start. I just turn around and walked away. Yeah. But then, I honestly was a little confused as to how I reacted. But then, in a sense, I really felt like that Muslim couple actually felt thankful for me to actually be like, hey, please don't listen to these people. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah. And then it just makes me fucking sick. Like, just so you know, everyone else there Like when you say, oh, my church doesn't do that. Hey, you guys are under the same umbrella. Yeah, yeah. And if you walk down the street and you see those people and you don't say anything about how effective that shit is or ineffective rather, then you're a fucking coward too. Dog, (laughs) it's… Did you see that video
4: clip of that lady who was screaming at a college campus about like getting your dick sucked? (laughs)
3: She was like, "I might have, I might have." She was like, "The
4: devil's gonna come. <laughs> You're gonna meet a lady, and she's going to put her mouth on your penis." And then I cheering run. right now. Yeah, okay, I did see that <laughs> one. <laughs> if you buy her one margarita, she will spread her legs. Yeah. Oh, oh.
1: If you buy her two margaritas, she
2: will.
1: your penis after three margaritas she will grab your penis and put it in her mouth
0: And pick you. Yeah.
4: <laughs> She's gonna use her vagina
1: And sit on your cock
4: And then people are oh She my doesn't God. understand That like, everybody loves this shit yeah. And I don't think she fully understood What she was doing They thought they were like
3: hey, Amen sister yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dog, That's one
4: of the funniest things ever But yeah That's what I'm saying There's so many I think that before you go ahead and you wear this badge of whatever religion that you're following, right? You do have to understand that once you put yourself out there like that, now you leave yourself up to judgment, right? right. You are now a a for a, like you're in the forefront of the representation of that, that religion, right? Yeah. So if you see that as a Christian and you see somebody screaming at somebody who's Muslim, right? Or just doing things out of anger and like casting their stones, right? you should probably say something, yeah. right? Or, or if if this is what you're truly about, right? Because that's super hard to see. I mean, obviously when you see like every gay pride parade, there's always going to be that one group of people picketing, mm-hmm. right? They're always streaming like sodomites will go to hell, blah, 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 blah. God blah. hates F words. Yeah, yeah, all that other stuff, right? And they're usually drowned out by clearly hundreds of thousands of people yeah. who are obviously against what they do. So that, I think that's kind of like nip in the bud. But for, to, to watch that's kind of hard. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I, I definitely probably would have like stepped in and apologized for them. And if that guy screamed in my face, I probably wouldn't have screamed because I'm just too tired. Yeah. But, you know, I, I can understand from Man. a point. It's like when you're just so sick of it, you just snap. I, I had the energy
3: that day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess I'll give it up to the uh, Episcopalians. Mm-hmm. The Episcopalical. Uh, yeah. <laughs> whatever. But they go to pride parades with big, like, I'm sorry signs. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sorry that like your father did this. I'm sorry that I judged you. I'm sorry that we judged you. And, and then, so you can see there's videos and like photos like of gay people going to them and giving them hugs and like having a cry. Like, and that is a, the true representation of the gospel. Mm-hmm. That is a redemption of, of your relationship with, with these people. Like, and that's something that we need. But like I said, Christians see what those guys are doing. And they don't speak up because there's like I'm not them. It's yeah. like, but you, they claim you are them. Yeah. yeah so yeah, what yeah. do you have to say? You know, Doug, I've I've definitely gone like a rabbit
4: hole of watching some of the weirdest um, Christian YouTube shorts. One of my favorite ones of all time is the guy that goes up on stage and he's just, <laughs> I believe in Christ and I'm not gay anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like men anymore. <laughs> Turn around and tell those people Tell them I'm not gay no more I
0: am delivered
1: I don't like men no more I said I like women 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 women. I said
4: women I'm not gay I would not date a man I would not tear a purse I would not put on makeup I will I will Love. I am
3: delivered. At <laughs> that boy is so gay. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's still like on social media saying, all you haters talking about my hair. But he's saying it's so sassy. sassy. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's
3: like, stop lying to yourself, y'all,
4: man. Y'all think I'm gay and shit, but I'm yeah. not gay. I swear to God, I'm not gay. <laughs> but y'all, y'all, y'all for real right now, you think I'm gay? I'm delivered. I'm delivered. I'm like, bro, the fucking sass coming out of you is un real that shit looks so weird um so you know uh we had a producer and she told me this story that was fucking nuts so her her father apparently was a very very famous like gospel pastor or some shit like that oh, really? i don't know what it is exactly but he's very well known and i think you could look him up i i did at the time i didn't really i don't remember his name or anything but either way so her obviously being gay was a sin. Mm. She actually went to like a sexuality reformation camp.
3: Oh, the gay therapy, conversion therapy. Yeah, She she went
4: through like gay therapy conversion, which I've only heard of, but I actually never met somebody who actually went through it. Now, clearly didn't work because she is gay as fuck. Yeah. (laughs) Right? So, (laughs) she tells me that kids would go to these camps during like gay conversion therapy or whatever, whatnot. And they would go willingly because it's just a bunch of places. Uh, it's a place where everything, <laughs> so they could fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so they would go to this like gay conversion therapy camp and they would just fuck each other's brains out. Yeah. through this whole thing. So it's like, what the fuck were you thinking? Of course that's going to happen. Yeah. That would happen during church retreats. <laughs> <laughs> there's stories, there's stories. Dude, church yeah. retreats were fucking nuts, dude. I So in my church, there was a guy, I fucking hate this dude. He, and he was a church leader and he actually ended up hooking up with one of the, one of the students. Dear God. Of course, right? Yeah. And so he was at the time, I think 19 and the girl was 16. So she was underage. Yeah. And he's obviously, uh, you know, a full adult. And it was a fucking debacle, dude. It was like, dog, why the fuck would you do that? Are you out of your fucking mind? Yeah. But anybody who has like this position of power, especially when it's like a pretty girl, mm-hmm. this, these scumbags are going to use that shit. Yeah. Right. They use use their, you know, religion to get a little closer. They're like, you know what? Jesus is inside you and so am I. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> let, me,
3: let me show you.
4: <laughs> and so they actually hooked up and they smashed yeah. and it was like a whole dramatic thing in our fucking church. Yeah. But this would happen at the church a lot. And I'm, I'm not, listen, I'm not, you know, for those of you who are Christian and you hear these type of things, it's not to say that I'm, I'm hating on Christianity itself, but
3: there are bad things that happen and you should speak up on it. Yeah. It's not just like the Catholic church. You know, like we're seeing it in the Southern Baptist church too. Like they're getting flamed because they have a history of hiding sexual abuse and spiritual abuse too. Right. Like, and it's happening like right now they're having a a bunch of people just left that denomination. Dude, I, I don't know how many times I've heard
4: of the story where the pastor ended up sleeping with like the, the Korean pianist. You know, uh, <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like how often did that happen? That happened at so many churches where somehow like the piano lady is always hooking up with the pastor.
3: <laughs> Dude, I, so when I got back from one of my missions, um, usually I, I'd, I'd come stop by LA before I went back home to Washington. And then it was just so happened that weekend, uh, there was a wedding. So they they invited me to come because the, the youth pastor was getting married. So, okay, I show up and go, I don't know anybody there. It's just like a um, cousin's church. And, and my cousin's telling me, he's like, yeah, this wedding's a little weird, actually. It's like, because the youth pastor is like 30 and he's marrying a 20-year-old, right? But it was like, she used to be one of the youth group kids. Uh, that's, that's grooming, dude. Yeah. That's straight up Precisely. grooming. And so I went to a wedding I, I, that I had no idea about of a fucking grooming victim. Yeah. And so I was like, oh my god. Like, yeah, it's so, so weird. fucking
4: weird. Like yeah. it's, it's weird how people think that that's okay. It's like, well, he was there for me. Like, of course he was there for you. Yeah, he wanted to be inside the bitch. He <laughs> manipulated the shit out of you, Yeah, dude. like at your lowest point. And that's where a lot of people come to religion, right? It's like yeah. they're at a certain point in their life where they feel that something is missing. Right? And you'll find a lot of people who convert to Christianity or whether it's Buddhism or whatever religion, they're at a certain point in their life where they need something uh, to be answered that they haven't been able they're to They're vulnerable, Exactly. Yeah. And you have these people in power and leadership that come in and they show them this, this, this feeling or emotion that they haven't felt in years. And that suddenly becomes into a different feeling, right? Like, oh, this person understands me. This person gets me. Mm. And it's like, I actually might be attracted to this person and that person exploits it it happens all the time and I call this we said this on this podcast before we call it the the, the church oppa
3: yeah right yeah
4: he starts playing you know his typical Korean Christian chords yeah. on the guitar the girl's like oh my god oppa you're so cool I was like yeah you know you should come over to my house for some bible study yeah and then all of a sudden they start making out it would happen all the fucking time yeah fucking scumbags
0: like
1: Angie's list is now Angie and we've heard a lot of theories about why
0: I thought it was an eco move
4: my lovely genius brain farts this podcast is brought to you by fume ever tried to break a bad habit and felt like you're climbing everest and flip-flops yeah we've been there too but here's a breath of fresh air fume it's not about giving up it's about switching up baby fume takes your habit and simply makes it better healthier and a whole lot more enjoyable what is fume you ask fume is an innovative award-winning flavored air device that does just fat instead of vapor fume uses flavored air instead of electronics fume is completely natural and instead of harmful chemicals fume uses delicious flavors you get it instead of bad fume is good it's a habit you're free to enjoy that makes replacing your bad habit easy i keep one in my car just because i'm a fidgety guy and guess what i'd be puffing on that delicious herbal tea vapor my friends nothing bad for you in there and definitely definitely Fun to use. My friends, start the year off right with The Good Habit by going to tryfume.com slash genius and getting the journey Pack today. Fume is giving listeners of the show 10% off when they use my code genius to help make starting The Good Habit that much easier. Start The Good Habit at tryfume.com slash genius to save 10% off The Journey Pack
3: today. When a girl, like, because they're in their teens, they're going through puberty, they're having attraction, and yet they get attracted to older dudes. Like, seriously, first you got to rebuke that shit. Then as the fucking leader, you got to fucking take yourself out of that fucking situation. Yeah. First place. Like, even I've wrote a thing where just on um, Facebook where I was like, hey, you know, I've been bullied a lot and I'm experiencing a bunch of this racist shit right now. So I was like, if, if you, anybody else is going through this right now, I'd love to talk and, and, and help out. And then there was this 15 year old girl DMing me, you know, like, like, hey, you know, I'm up doing the, and I was like, um, no, you should talk to this, Annie, okay? Yeah. You should talk to her, talk to her. And then I DM that, hey, tell this girl to stop talking to me. Yeah. <laughs> and then go talk to her. She's going through some stuff. Yeah. Right. It's like, it's as simple as that. Yeah. Like even high school teachers, you could see they'll just be like, nope, we're not fucking doing that. We're not going there. And then, cause you see the teachers, who get in fucking trouble. It's like... Oh, and, and
4: it would happen a lot to it. It's not to say that you can't be there for somebody who's younger, right? But when somebody is like in their teens and they're emotionally vulnerable, those emotions can get mixed up a lot and you will get in trouble, yeah. right? Not to say that even on, let's say on the flip side, the the person who is in in education, like in an educator's position that they have bad or ill thoughts. But you also have to understand like as a young teen girl or boy, they're going to be really emotional and they're going to mm-hmm. be fucked up. So you could only imagine what's going to happen. I talked about this too, where there was a girl in high school who fell in love with our history teacher. (laughs) Like she was in love with him. Yeah. And so when I asked her like, hey, it was just like a casual conversation. I basically asked her like, oh, who does she like? And you know, she was being really awkward about it. But she, when she said the person's name, I was like, that's a teacher. Yeah. You know? And so for me, I gave a heads up to that teacher. It's like, hey, like, just to let you know, like the reason why this person is TAing with you is because they're actually in love with you. I know, like, I don't want you to get into trouble. Where's fuck? He goes, hey, thanks for letting me know that. And he actually told me thanks for letting me know because it was just so awkward. Yeah, you know, He's not dumb because he was actually pretty young. You know, when when I look back at it now, he was only, let's say I was like, what, 16? I think he was like 22, 23. Yeah. So he wasn't that much older. Mm-hmm. So he's not dumb. He knows. And so he's like, you know, he obviously had to kind of navigate around it. He didn't want to make it awkward for her. Didn't want to get people involved. So he just kind of had her somewhere else working with somebody else yeah. instead. But that, that's what, what would happen. So whatever, he was also um, the, the teacher that was, um, not what do you call it? The, the person who's in charge of a club. Oh shit, I have no clue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honest. But you know, Let's say you start like a photography club, right? right and right, then right. they'll sign a teacher to manage that. So he was also part of that as well. Guess what she She signs up for that as right. well. I didn't know you liked photography. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? So… Um, you know, for him, he could have gotten in trouble even though he didn't do anything at all. Mm-hmm. Just because this, this girl was madly in love with him. Yeah. And when you're young and you're super impressionable, like, yeah, I feel like I knew a lot of girls who found older men attractive because they had their shit together. They were yeah. either making money, they could drive, they had a car or whatever. And yeah. they liked that independence that a man had. And so they would fall in love with these qualities that obviously are attracted to you now because you don't have it when you're a young person, mm-hmm. you know?
3: Man, you go through Reddit too. People tell their stories about how... Once they graduated, they, real, they found out one of their teachers married their classmates Dude, and shit. weird. Weird. Weird as fuck. Like they'll divorce their fucking wives and, and abandon their kids to marry this fucking 18-year-old. The Korean church pianist. Yeah. <laughs> I had a crush on one of my science teachers, biology, biology teachers. I mean, uh, say she was cute. Uh, she was the prom queen and the prom king was Drew Bledsoe, the quarterback. Well, then, like. Yeah, Drew Bledsoe grew up in Washington. Um, but the thing is, that went away when she started being a fucking bitch, yeah. <laughs> you know, and a terrible teacher. I was like, you know what? I don't like this person at all. <laughs> like, I don't care. I remember, like, teachers were always like, if
4: you had a good teacher too, they could really shape the way your life would go. Yeah. Right. Cause I remember, you know, I talked about this on my solo podcast where, you know, I, I, I genuinely thought I was dumb as a kid. And mm-hmm. there were certain teachers that kind of, I think they kind of knew like I had ADHD. Yeah. And so they, they were a lot more understanding and empathetic, right? Mm-hmm. Cause they could see the, the good qualities in you that other people can't because you're not traditionally uh, smart in the way that people think you should be. Yeah. Right. So whether it's people who could sit still and just, you know, do their work in one go and they would, understand like oh this kid just can't do it very well so those educators were the ones that kind of influenced me in a a positive way and Mm -hmm. i still keep in contact with until this day yeah so you know i can understand like this weird i I think i'm always like wary of people in like in position of power now yeah right how they speak to me how they speak to you know people that i know even kids so like I, i i plan to start having kids hopefully you know next year and now i'm thinking about who are the people that I want around my children?
3: Because mm.
4: right? I have a lot of friends, I have a lot of acquaintances. There's, there's a lot of acquaintances
3: I do not around, want, want around my kids. Like, we could drink together, mm. but I don't want you talking to my kids though. Yeah, yeah. You know? Kind of yeah. weird. I think the only positive teacher I could think of was like my fifth grade teacher where he saw like, because I was an illustrator, I drew a lot. And he went at a parent-teacher conference, he was telling them like, hey, I think, I think Edward needs to go to this other school it's for like, for gifted kids. Mm-hmm. Right? And my parents were like, no. And then I remember, th- they were pissed. They were mad at him for suggesting it. And like, I remember looking at his face and he was in utter disbelief looking at me. And he just felt, I could see how sad he was. Yeah. He yeah. felt bad. You know? And then, subsequently, like I, I tell all the time, like by the time I was in seventh grade, I had to move to the fucking sticks and the boonies.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And, I always tell that story. The first word, like anything this guy said to me was, I hate Japs, (laughs) right? And then- (laughs) Welcome out. The funny thing is I actually became friends with him later. And then he he has like a a missing tooth, right? And I was like, how'd you lose that tooth? He's like, oh, in fifth grade, uh, I got drunk off vodka. And then- What the fuck? I rode my bicycle home and then fell in a ditch and my tooth fell out. I was like, you got drunk in fifth grade? He's like, Yeah. What about you? (laughs) It's like, I've never touched
4: alcohol at that point. I think a lot of immigrant Asian parents um, at the time, and maybe even now, uh, they don't really deal well with uh, somebody telling them that their kid isn't quote unquote normal. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm Because they have this idea of what a stand-up member in society is and what this kid should be and what their potential is. Yeah. And so they think that everything is within their control, right? Mm-hmm. So if I tell my kid to do this, this is what they'll do. And if they do this, this is how it'll turn out. Which kind of fucks up a lot of young Asian American kids because they academically, they would do really well, right? They would get the straight A's, but they wouldn't really intern anywhere. They didn't do any extracurricular activities. yeah. Um, and they're very good on paper. But when it came to being in the workforce, they fucking suck. And they assume that just because they got this degree that they would get a high paying job and it never worked out that way. And that's because that's what their parents told them. They didn't tell them how to like hustle, how to speak to people, how to get your way into like these very, into like these uh, positions of power. And so for them, they kind of grow up a little fucked up. So when a teacher comes in and tells them like, hey, your kid might need some
3: special help. They go, are you calling my kid retarded? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's what I think my parents were thinking. Like, like. School for special kids, yeah. <laughs> like special
4: education. <laughs> like they wouldn't, like if you, if somebody assess their child in school and they say, hey, they might have like autistic tendencies, right? Mm-hmm. Immediately, no, impossible. Yeah. Not my kid. So instead of thinking of, hey, my kid might need help so they could live their best life. They go, I'm not going to have a dumb kid in my family. Yes. And yeah. it's just the worst thing ever. And I saw this happen a lot. It happened a lot in church where kids, where parents wouldn't understand that their kid won't be as smart as this other kid. Mm-hmm. It's okay. They'll they'll be they'll excel in other things that this other kid can, and you see that a lot in small infants. Some kids they um they learn how to speak a lot faster, but then other kids are really good with like building objects and yeah. understanding like spatial stuff that that other kid can't do. People are talented in their own different ways, and I think that sometimes with you know traditional Asian parents, they only have one um, marker for what a successful human being is yeah. and what intelligence is. So if it's not straight A's. If it's
3: not uh not getting in trouble at school, then it's like, okay, well, this kid is dumb. Yeah. My my parents pretty much through high school was like, we just give up. We give up on you. <laughs> Instead of acknowledging. <laughs> I that wish my I'm parents would have gave up. <laughs> they were just like, oh, I give up. They say that to me. Like, I'm like, okay, so that's why I just did whatever the fuck I wanted to. But like in, in high school too, speaking of like good teachers, I don't think anybody, like no teachers actually stood up for me when like clearly I was being bullied or like having racist shit said to me. But the weird thing was when I acted up and I got in a fight or I would throw my fucking desk at somebody, you know, or I, I hit somebody with a chair once too. I never got in trouble. Like now that I'm older, I think that the teachers in understood. Their, yeah. understood in their meetings, Hey, he's getting bullied. So I, I never got in trouble for these things. Like, so in like, uh, a keyboarding class, like uh, you know, in senior year, you just take some bullshit classes, so I'm just typing and shit. This one kid who transferred from another school because he uh, was a, what do you call it? a sex offender. <laughs> yeah, he sexually assaulted somebody at his old school, so he got what the fuck? They sent him to our school. and so.: Iver- Yeah, so everyone already knew that about this kid, and he ends up in our keyboarding class. So I don't know why, but he comes over my shoulder to look at my screen and he, I forget what he says, but he's just saying some shit and his breath smelled so fucking bad, right? And then I had just watched that movie Snatch. So I took a line from there. I was like, holy shit, did you brush your teeth with dog shit this morning? And then he fucking spit in my face. He spit in my fucking face. With that disgusting breath? With that breath. And so I fucking shoved the shit out of him and I started punching him right and then he put his hands up so I punched him right in the fucking stomach right and then immediately I turned around and I grabbed my chair yeah. with the wheels on it <laughs> bam I fucking hit him right and a loud noise so everyone saw this happening everyone's looking at it and then the teacher comes out up from her office she's like what's going on did he touch you yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, but so it was like the optics of it though. She comes in, what's going on? And it's the sex offender and then the, the Asian kid. Yeah. And then he goes, he hit me. He's hitting me with this chair. And I just said, he spit in my face. She goes, oh, no, you go to the principal's office. <laughs> and I was like, fine. Yeah. <laughs> and that kid got expelled. Of course. Because it was like one move he made. Mm-hmm. One, if he fucked up once, it was like one of those things. And I think all the teachers didn't want him there either. Of course, he's weren't. a fucking sex offender. Yeah.
4: You know what I'm saying?
3: That guy's weird, huh? We is that weird. I can't believe fucking spit in my face. But yeah, I mean, I, I experienced that shit, man. Getting fucking spit on. Like people throw trash on me, and then yeah, I've you know the the desks with the chairs attached. How is that <laughs> like that an shit. immediate response to spit on somebody's fucking face? Yeah, just because your breath stinks. Yeah, he's like, I'm French. <laughs> 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 this is my go-to move. <laughs> God damn, you fucking llama. Like <laughs> the hell? well, guys.
4: That wraps up this episode of the Genius Brain podcast. Um, you can catch Ed at EdParkVP. And you catch Genius Brain every Sundays at 12 p.m. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I know usually uh, it's in the other studio, but once again, that studio is gone. Uh, And this is the first podcast with another person in like fucking two weeks. And it was rough doing a podcast by yourself. I I forgot how hard it is to talk to yourself. Right. And to, to do it past like 10 minutes. And so like when I was doing the podcast in the room, I just remember I was like, I'm still talking and it's
3: only been three
0: minutes.
4: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're like, you're very self-aware.
3: You have to get one of those uh, mirror things in front of the lens. So you're actually looking at a face at least, I right? Yeah. I, was,
4: I remember just sitting, sitting in the room and I was like, I feel like such a loser. <laughs> yeah. Like, like a crazy person.
3: Like yeah. But people
4: enjoyed it. I think it, they said it was like OG video vibes that they yeah. got. But understand it's actually very difficult to do that for a prolonged period yeah. of
3: time. It's like an uncut vlog.
4: Yeah, you're kind of just rambling to yourself like a crazy person. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like with all these like intricate thoughts that, are, that stay in your mind, you're just saying it out loud like a like literally a crazy person in the street. Yeah, you need someone to bounce off of. Exactly. Well, Genius Brand every Sunday is at 12 p.m. and we'll see you all next time. Peace.
2: Peace. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find